yo, 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 ha ha. Yeah, you have now entered Square Circle 101. You got your man, the Thai Italian Stallion, Mr. Sunny L. Now with me. Now he didn't believe in Cupid's arrow until he became part of his cosplay outfit. My man Shooter, Mr. Gym Class Heroes himself. Nah, man, yeah, man not, the, not the arrow, but the string from the bow. I use that to tie him up, though. That's Make sure you hit us up on Facebook.com forward slash Square Circle 101. Or hit us up on Instagram at Square Circle 101. Or talk a little smack to us on Twitter at Talking Smack. 101. We're coming at you live and direct here at our own studio, at our own spot. Don't forget to download that Squared Circle app. It's available in Google Play and iOS. Got some updates in there. The recent bouts have been updated. What about the KTFOs? Uh, KTFOs, have we had any recently? No, I haven't, I haven't put anything in there. It hasn't been. Yeah, really. Not, not nah. a KTFO. Nah, no, no okay, KTFOs. Oh, yeah. Spike O'Sullivan, David Mew, probably most recent one. Did not put that in there, yeah. So that's the one so we got to get up in there. Yeah. If you haven't seen that, KTFO was great to watch. Uh, even the KTFO sure. of the year last year is about to go off right here in front of us. Oh, but yeah, man, you ready to get this started? No, yeah, I sure am. Actually, man, I'm I'm excited, man. I'm excited. Let's talk about Mr. Gym Class Heroes here in in imrcf.com forward slash contact. Three week free trial. You check them out. They got two, three locations. You tell them Sunny and Shooter sent you. You get three weeks to try it out. We're gonna keep this popping. It's gonna be four weeks next next year. I guarantee it. As long as people just go in, try it out. And if you sign up, you sign up because that means you made it and you're part of the fraternity. And then also right now it's looking at uh, we're trying to the voting is up for a King Five Best in Western Washington too. So hopefully it'll be five years. Five in years running. running. That's right. That's so what I'm make sure you guys about. figure out how to how to vote on that. Yes. Check out the Facebook page. You'll get it there. You'll get it there. Make sure you subscribe to our Facebook.com forward slash Square Circle 101 if you're watching this now. If not, you can watch it later because it'll put it up. And don't forget to subscribe to our YouTube channel at Squared Circle 101. How are we winning? What you got for me? So, one of my, you know what it's always the, you know I would say the good die young? I feel like there's certain shows that me and you, we watch a lot of TV, a lot, a lot of movies, a lot of movies. Mo- sure. Yeah, so that. So, one of the shows that I used to love that only had three seasons that they got rid of was The Newsroom with uh, Jeff Daniels and all that, where he yeah. plays a news anchor and stuff like that. And so, just a little bit of background about me. Whenever I'm, uh, studying or whether I'm trying to fall asleep, usually I'll try to have something on in the background because that's what soothes me. Everybody Are you referring to when you watch porn? Sometimes. Okay. Sometimes. Yeah. I, I have to have something in the background. That's just what helps me relax. Mm-hmm. And then so I put the newsroom on, which is actually one of the realest shows, period. And the basically what it takes place is it's a whole bunch of things that go on behind the scenes to give you the news. So no matter whether you're watching ABC, Fox, or any of that kind of stuff, whatever you see, that one hour or half hour that those all those news segments that you're watching, yep. that's hours and hours of work that's behind the scenes that takes place before you even get to it. That, and then so, w- I just thought about all the preparation it takes for us to be able to do this show weekly. Yeah. We've literally watched hundreds and hundreds of fights this year alone, just like that, just to give you guys whatever we do on a weekly basis. And then so I just wanted to say, one, I love what I do. I love what I do here at Square Circle 101. And we talk about it all the time. I'm just happy that I have something that I can look forward to on a weekly basis. Right. And then a lot of people can co- a lot of people can come in. I don't think everybody can come and actually do exactly what we do. No, they can't. But everything that we do behind the scenes and the dedication it takes to at least be this consistent and actually know it's exactly what we're talking well. about. It, it, it's crazy and it's kind of incredible. So it's perfect your craft. Yes. Perfect your craft is basically what it, it's not even coming down to, but 
So if you're Harry the, Palms and you're the masturbation champ, perfect your craft. Perfect your craft, but it's just like, hey, man, you don't know what it took to get there. That's right. That's right. It's uh, it's kind of like what Muhammad Ali said, like just to jump around of uh, what he said. He was like, man, the battle's lost and won way beyond the ring, way beyond the lights. That's true. So it's and that's what we do. We're bringing you on a daily basis, man. When we come here every, we record on Wednesdays. Whenever we come here every week on Wednesdays to record, we we talk throughout the week. We send each other messages throughout the week. We are sitting here working we on this. The week. We, Not about boxing, though. Yeah, but basically. We talk throughout the week. But like we, we put a lot of effort into this. Even when even when it's not as good as we know it can be, when it's those those very few when it's not when it's good as it can be, we still we still do all right, man. That's right. Yes, we do, sir. Now, so what was the actual quote? There was no quote. That's it. That that was it. it. I just I, I was just acknowledging. Okay. Do you do you ever sit back and really sit there and think about how much work we put into this? I do. I do. But I also know that I always, whether it's a good joke or a bad joke, I have something when I introduce you, damn it. What's the damn quote? Is it perfect your craft? <laughs> that, nah, nah, man. That was just, just, hey. Well, yeah, we can say master your craft. Okay, there We can say master I didn't really have a craft. It was just, it was, I didn't really, I didn't have a quote for that. It was just an acknowledgement of how much works it, how much work it takes yeah, yeah. to do what you want to do and get to where you want to be. Considering that we started off with just a, a, a Note 5 laying on its back yeah. in the backyard of someone's house. To a microphone plugged into a phone, to, to you know, actual learn, setup, to going learn from how studio to, edit to studio just, to your dad's house to your spot. Now we're at my spot, and we just keep moving because we keep moving forward. And that's what we're trying to do. Yeah. And we're here to discuss the sweet science. That's what I'm talking about, baby. Are you ready to get this started? Let's get to the money, baby. All right. So we had a, a decent fight weekend, at least a, a nice fight weekend with some stacked cards. Uh, first, we'll talk about Jorge Linares and Abner Cordo. This was another one of these Facebook watch photo fights, which apparently is going to become a thing. Uh, I'm not sure if I like it or not because it's, well, I guess maybe it's easy. It's, we haven't had any trouble finding these fights online, so I guess that's, that's a good thing about it. But at the same time, there's no way. How, how do you do a fight party for Facebook watch, right? If, if we wanted to get together to actually watch this, there's no Facebook watch on the, on the fire stick. We're going to discuss. Well, Remember I, t- remember I told you last week on this very show that I didn't like how many channels and how many avenues it's coming out to? Like, I understand the easy access to having it, and I really, really appreciate that, especially once you follow all these boxing channels and everything. But at the same time, is yeah, I ain't trying to put up a live Facebook yeah, yeah. feed up on, the, up on the wall so we can have everybody over. Nah, yeah, yeah. I, I, I wasn't a fan right. of that. We'll, we'll get more we'll into, get more into it. We'll get more into that as we go on. So. And also, but, those are fights that... I guess we're going to be televised, so that's how they ended up there. So, But Jorge Linares versus Abner Cotto. This is Jorge Linares going, campaigning now at the 140-pound division. 140 pounds, so super, moving up super lightweight. Three-time world division champion. Destroyed Abner Cotto. Destroyed him. That's I'm, how you come back and avenge a loss. My problem is the man bun. Why the man bun? It wasn't even the man bun. Like, it was like, it was like he was like a sumo... And then they just snipped the top right off of it. That's what it looked like to me. And how did this fool get cut when I don't even think he got punched once? I didn't see it either. I don't think he got punched once. I think he sneezed and started bleeding. But everybody knows he got that's his skin is his skin chase like that, man. Maybe he needs to put some more Vaseline on. You think if he takes a shower and dries his face, he just starts like drenching in blood? Like just that would suck. Anything that that's dry, he has right? to just just bathe in Vaseline, yeah. man. Just get the face all moistured up. That way, it doesn't tear as easily. Ever bumps his head, it's just gushing. This poor guy. He's gonna have to. He's just gonna have to have like tattoo uh, band aids surgically 
tattooed on his face or something. No, nah, I can't. You tattoo it on his face, yeah. man. He'll cut that way as well, too. Can you surgically but, install a Band-Aid? Because <laughs> this guy might just get, just get him a whole new face. Let's, Buy him a face. Let's Go put some face. gauze just under his skin. <laughs> <laughs> no, so but hey, he destroyed Abner Cotto. Hey, he destroyed Third, his uh, knocked him down in the second round. Uh, KO'd him, which was kind of weird the way he KO'd him yeah. in uh, round three. He had Abner Cotto. Abner Cotto was looking at the ref like he got low blowed. And don't look at the ref. Do your defend job. Defend yourself at all times. All times. That's, they tell you this before the fight starts. Defend yourself at all times. Don't look at the ref. Don't look at the ref at all. The ref will do his job when he feels he needs to. He lost his legs anyway, yeah, too, yeah, so he was done. going down. He's so done. if there was, a, there, was, there was more time left in that fight, so even if he would have got up to continue, it would have been over pretty quick, though, too. So shout out to Jorge Linares Jorge. trying to battle his way back in for another title contention. And this is a guy who doesn't stop. He's, he's got a great gym ethic, but I, that the leather face scares me. And he's getting he's getting a little long in the tooth. I'm not sure if he's ready for some of these young up and comers, especially at the hundred pound division. You know what's funny about that though? Huh. He fights Lomachenko at 140. That's a completely different fight. That is, because Lomachenko's small. Yeah, he's small. Yeah. So, well, we'll see if he, he has to earn that spot again. No, that's what I'm. That's what I'm saying. So it's just like funny just watching him go from 135 lightweight to super lightweight at 140. Just seeing how that outcome was because it's funny how the five, six, and seven pounds it doesn't it makes, seem. You think you don't it, think it, 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 it only it only makes a difference in boxing. That's right. In in uh, right. MMA, wrestling. Yeah, MMA and wrestling, boxing, yeah. all these combat sports. The weight does make a difference. Now let's move on to this ESPN card here. We had Jer. Jurin Acajas versus Alejandro Santiago. Now, Jurin Acajas is supposed to be the next coming for Filipino fighters that um, a lot of hype, a lot of money behind this guy. His nickname is Pretty Boy, so you know the, the, the ladies must like him everything, and the lady er, boys. He, from the Philippines, everything about him, we've, we've talked about him more than a few times. This is, a ch- this is the IBF champion at Sleep the boxer, Super... Yep. Decent power. So he is the Manny Pacquiao. He is like the yeah, yeah. the... The handoff Manny Pacquiao, basically. Hope, but he said, hey, 30 and 1 walking into this fight, 20 knockouts, only um, Southpaw. Now, this fight ended at his draw. Yeah. What did you think? I can see it. Uh, Alex Santiago is the guy who fought, came in at 16 and 2 with seven knockouts. He was quick and he was, had good movement. He wasn't scared to come, he had great lateral movement. He, he was fighting his fight. I think, but he's landing some good shots. I think he was a little bit. If he was a little more busy instead of just sitting at you, counter roll the whole time, he might have been able to steal that fight. Do you feel like? Do you feel like we are hypocrites a lot when it comes to this? What do you mean? So, the draw, yeah, the draw went to Jaron Cajas, which we had picked. I didn't think it was going to be this close. I thought it was going to be yeah. landslide victory. But Jerwin Acajas, we had uh, winning this fight, and he did. Alex Santiago, he fought great, but I don't think he did enough to take the title. Yeah, like yeah. it wasn't that it wasn't that close. He didn't do enough of that. But then you know when we, you know, two weeks away from, two weeks after the aftermath of Triple G, Triple G Canelo, it's like did he do enough to take the like so it's those those kind of yeah, things. Yeah. So like when I see this as a champ, it's, yeah. Now granted, Jerwin Acajas isn't a moneymaker like Canelo, but yeah, the, yeah, one, yeah. one thing I really pride myself in, and as a show we do, I think we do really well. I think we do really well about being biased, unbiased, mm-hmm. unbiased. When we are biased, we will call it out on the bias. Like yes. I will say, I'm, I'm going for the, I'm going to, I'm going for the black guy. I am a fan of this guy, and I'm going for him for these separate reasons. So we will, t- we will point out those biases. It mm-hmm. won't be just a general. 
Ah, yeah, no. uh, yeah, 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 just, yeah. just him. It'll, yeah. it'll, we'll tell you, we'll tell you the reason why we have a bias towards somebody. And then so when I thought, when I thought about this fight, when I thought about what Alan Santiago, you know, didn't do enough to win or take the title from Jerwin Acajas at the super flyweight for IBF title, I'm looking at, I, I go back and I'm just like, hey, wait a minute. When you're in an argument with, with a girl, with your girl, anybody like that, you, hit her. you you no no but oh, you no, just, no you, you, you don't hit her you don't god you damn it you shake her really god hard no. <sighs> god damn it you just I've never hit no woman I've never been charged with it <laughs> no but you think about all the stuff in the past that you want to bring up and you think you, you just kind of go over your records and, and so I know I do that a lot so when I when I brought this up I was like hey did that happen yeah. I mean we're not talking about that in the past but this is one of those yeah, things yeah. where I, I it just made me think of that though. Yeah, yeah. No, it's one of the things. Santiago, I don't think he did enough to get the win, but I don't think Acajas did really either. He didn't. He didn't impress me at all. So that's why I guess the draw was it's the, okay. The, the default yeah. victory, not victory, but this is the default decision on it. Drew Acajas needs to step it up because he's getting put on the limelight fast, and he needs to get some better solid victories because they're going to start putting him against better opposition, and then we're going to see what this boy's really made of. That's for sure, and we're going to see if he stays pretty. That's we'll find out real fast if he stays pretty because you could be pretty walking into it, but you might not be pretty walking out. That's for sure. Now, one of the things victory. though uh, about this fight that was really really crazy, you had a uh, one. I didn't write the second down. Was it one sixteen, one twelve, a caja? So mm-hmm. one eleven, one eighteen, Santiago. Like the discrepancies yeah. between those are terrible. Like Wait. how do you how do you find? Yeah. One person just yeah, completely I'm dominate sure the fight. Judges just guessed at the end of it. Like, it's just oh oh, this is supposed oh. to be. You're making me work. You're oh, yeah, making yeah, me work right, and yeah. stuff like that. So I think he won. He seemed like he won, right? No. And, and the I other think guy was just was like, well, one fourteen, one fourteen. I don't know. He's like, I don't even know. I forgot. I maybe forgot he's the one who actually watched the fight. Probably, probably. He's like, when in doubt, draw. There you go. He's, I want. I hope that was the same judge on a uh, Triple G Canelo there. Now, let's move on to the Jose. Who's got the keys versus Ezekiel Moderna? Now it was supposed to be a fight Uscategui. against Caleb Plant, who hurt his hand and couldn't make it. So Uscategui still got the main Esquiel, event. Eskiel Moderna is who he fought though for the now, super for super middleweight title. Now Moderna just didn't have enough tools, not skilled enough, because I was not impressed by Uscategui at all. At all. <laughs> uh, Moderna didn't have he didn't have the toughness, I yeah. think. It was a straight beating. Uh, he landed some good shots, but you saw the class. The class was there. You know, class told over time after the second round, probably. Uh, Uskatagi, you seen it when he fought Anthony. Was it Anthony and Durrell? Andre. Andre. When he fought uh, Andre Durrell. You know, he applies. He is great at applying pressure. He stays active. And, he, you know, he's a pretty skilled, good boxer, though. Um, we learned in that fight, the first fight, he could take a punch. Yep. One thing about Moderna, especially that's the reason why I like watching these fights. So I didn't know Moderna was in line to fight Andre Ward after the Sergey Kovalev fight. Wow, he might have been in line. No, no, that's what I'm saying. Like they were working on the paperwork until Andre Ward said he doesn't want to fight anymore. He retired. Right, because he saw the name. He's like, who's this guy? Well, I mean, you fight Sergey Kovalev, you fight Sergey Kovalev twice, and then you know you can, yeah, yeah, beat him twice, and then you can figure out whoever you want to fight out that. Pretty much, and, and Moderna would have got killed. There was no yeah. Yeah, he, 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 murdered. <laughs> he got murdered. He would have got, got murdered, man. Yeah. But like that was one of the things, though. So um, Uskategi, one thing I loved about him, calling out David Benavidez, said he wants him, Ooh. but he knows he has to go through Caleb Plant, and Caleb Plant 
Ooh, wait a minute, wait a minute. You know what? Did, did you? I don't think you got it what I sent you, of course, because you always ignore me. Always ignore me. Let me see. No, no, you, no. When I send you, when I send you these kind of things, I want you to sit. What oh, please don't tell me he got rid of um. Talk about his quote after he hurt his hand. No. Oh. Okay, I'm gonna do um. I'm gonna do just basically uh Cliff's note of what he talked about. Okay. Caleb Plant he came out because after it was Scott he came out saying, hey, I want, you know, I'm going to take care of Caleb Plant. Then I want uh, David Benavidez and all that kind of stuff like that. Caleb Plant's like, hey, yo, I'm going to make you a plate. I'm going to feed you your words. Ooh. Like literally, like literally, that's basically what it came down to. It was a little bit longer than that, but that was the premise of it. He was like, I'm going to make you eat your words. And, you know, after watching this fight, after watching Uskatagi, even though we've we probably seen this guy fight 10 times, yeah, yeah. so we know him pretty well, I'm more and more intrigued with a Caleb Usk, uh, Plant versus Uskatagi fight. Than David fight. Benavides Jr. Now, David Benavides Jr., we know he got busted for a banned substance, cocaine, got his, his belt stripped, too. So. Yep. And this is after Usk, Jose called him called out. Called him out. But he has to worry about Caleb Plant first because that's the mandatory. That, that's, the, that's the thing. But And we always talk about, not even just us, the boxing period. Styles make fights. So that's I'm right. really, is the pressure going to be overwhelming to where Caleb Plant can't box? You know I'm always going to take the boxer out of. Caleb you know, Plant's my, my man. So I don't it, know, it, I, we, I'll be biased on that one. I don't know if I can root against him or, or pick against him too. So I don't I, think I, I can pick against him either. Guy. I would hope for that. But yeah, yeah. I can see Uskategi's. Take that. He's hey, he's twenty-seven and two with twenty-three it, knockouts. It wouldn't man. shock me if he did, but at the same time, you know, one of those losses was disqualification because of uh, the late punch he did Andre Durrell. So yep. he got technically one loss behind him. I'm not even sure who that loss is. Uh, we'd have to I look, it, look up. it up. Look it up real quick because Caleb Plant's a real deal. I think, but we really don't know until we see him against this class, this this level of fighter. Because I, I say this as a fan, because I like sweet hands. I like me some sweet hands. He's, he's slick. He's got fast hands. He's got power. He's got a good corner behind him, good team, and, and a decent head on his shoulders. You know? Matt Korobov. Matt Korobov. I, I recognize the name. Definitely. Uh, Cor I, I don't know if it's necessarily Matt, but Korobov. We, there's uh, another Korobov yeah, who's he's actually pretty European relevant. Uh, 2014 is when they so it's when been he a while. lost. And that was a, that was a unanimous decision. Yeah. Four years ago, he beat he beat him when he was a kid. Don't even count. Don't even count. So we'll see what happens next. The 168 pound division is wide open now that uh, Benavidez Jr. lost his title. So we'll see what happens because we know somebody else has got a title in there uh, that we're going to talk about here in a second. That's going to be available for unification that and he wants it as well. Now let's talk about the young pretty boy babyface Devin Haney versus Juan Carlos Burgos. So I just caught a couple of the glances at it. Overwhelming. Oh, he worked his, better he beat the brakes off this boy in impressive fashion. Now, the biggest thing that was more impressive to me about this was that this was a Devin Haney promoted fight. It was Devin Haney Promotions who promoted this fight. Um, and this cat's not even 21, right? He's like 17. Oh, no, he turned pro at 17. He's like 18 or 19 now. So the fact that he promoted his own fight, he's got either a good head on his shoulders or some parents that are milking him for some money because he's he's moving forward. Also, you got to have some kind of money coming in if you're going to be dating a girl like Black China, who's there on the audience watching the fight. So you got to win with fashion. Yeah, former right? strippers don't get off cheap, man. No, not at all. 
Not at all. He, they had to tip her dollars to get into the fight. You know, they had to, they had to line dollars and lure her into her seat. Like you know, they lined them up, and then she just kind of picked them up. And then, oh, there's my front row seat. There, have a seat, baby. That's 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 how they got her there. You know what I'm saying? And, and when you got a guy that young, do you think he's intimidated at all? Because I know I've seen the, I've seen the sex tape, Black China, right? Yeah. You know he's seen it, right? How many times do you think he, he he squeezed one off before he actually got with her? I mean, twenty years old, man. You gotta think, man. You you don't you don't even know how your body parts all the way work at the time. Is that what's going on? And when I watch this video, Mm. this is I don't know what to do now. So, big shouts to Devin Haney. What weight weight division is he? Uh, lightweight. One thirty-five. Yep. So who else is at one thirty-five? Who are the other title holders? You just had it up. (laughs) Mike Garcia, Jose Pedraza, Lomachenko, uh, Anthony Krola, Richard Comey, Luke Campbell. You, I mean, you. These are guys that are all beatable for him, except for maybe Mike Garcia today. Um, Ola Lomachenko today. I don't think he's just had enough under his belt to compete with that. I don't level. think he – I mean, I don't, wanna, I don't want to just say that, no, I don't think he's going to beat him. He has the tools to do it, yeah, though, yeah. but the experience, man, 21, it's just, it's 20 just years old. It's just not there yet. It's just not there yet. And there's no, no knocks on Devin Haney at all. At all. It's just not there yet, man. You, your balls haven't even dropped yet, literally. You know what I'm saying? I, I don't, well, you know, you know what I'm saying with this one. But big – Big shout-out to Devin Haney getting the impressive win. Big shout-out for his first promotional fight debut. I like to see young entrepreneurs get their money and, and have a good head on his shoulders because he knows keep that, keep we that all head know boxing smart. don't last forever with that. You nope. know? It don't last forever. Now, now, we also had the finals for the World Boxing Super Series. So the first victor was Alexander Usyk. Yes, sir. Who's, who's got a fight lining up, and I loved seeing him with all them belts. With Tony Ballou. Now we had the other one is Caleb Smith versus George Groves. Oh. I love British boxing, man. I love British boxing a lot, you know, because this was a, a boxing brawl. <sighs> okay, so you know what the problem I had with this fight? Huh. One besides, I only pick to go pick against you, George Groves, and you know what? Not even just Callum Smith. Liam Smith, all all the Smith brothers, what is the four of them, right? They all box. I wouldn't talk smack to them all at once. They're, they carry a power with them because from the opening bell, George Groves was scared. Like, he know, like when I saw Callum Smith fight, he was more sure of himself. Mm-hmm. Even though he didn't even do nothing really active, he just applied pressure by trying to walk him down. Mm-hmm. George Groves kind of had this herky-jerky look to him when he was trying to sit there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And he didn't know what to do. I really don't think George Groves had a plan. I just I thought so he. Was, I thought he tried to. Uh, I thought he tried to avoid his power. Mm-hmm. And Callum Smith knew he had of him. So like you saw, he caught him in round three. Mm-hmm. As soon as he lands a power, it shows. Yeah, That's yeah. what Callum yeah. Smith did. So with yeah. George Groves, he it just. And I think with George Groves also, like it was one of these things. You know, you talk smack to a guy, you talk smack to him even at the press conferences. But when you get in the ring and you actually story. size him up, you're like. Damn. But even but even before a first punch connected, he already like he I don't know whether he got shook watching the tapes or yeah. anything like he's like, yo, I can't let this dude hit me. But as soon as he started exchanging, that's when he got KO KO'd round seven. Round so seven, yep. big shouts to Caleb Smith, who wants nothing but unifications at this point. Nothing but unifications. Um and that's good because I like to see him. He got that first winner of the Ali Trophy or second winner of the Ali Trophy. Now we saw what it did to George. I'm sorry, Andre Ward's career. Alexander Usyk got a big fight coming up against Tony Ballou. He called out who he thought was the number one guy there. And now Callum Smith is the number one guy at 168 because 
we got the belt in the Ali Trophy to me, even with Uskastegui, Caleb Plant, and David Benavides Jr., this guy has technically two titles to me. One that you can't get from him, and you, one you can't win from him, one you can. Because the only way to get that Ali Trophy is you got to be in the mix with everything. you got to be in the mix with it. you got to be in the mix with it, and I love that Super 6 tournament. I'm uh, no, sorry, the, the World Boxing Super Series, and it's going to continue to go forward, and it also continues this weekend in other weight divisions, which we will talk about. So shout out to Caleb Smith for getting that win. Man, that was a good fight. And I love this World Boxing Super Series and what it brings to the table. This is great. This is great for boxing. I love it. And this is something that in place of all these different, you know, all the different ways to watch boxing. But I'm glad that it's there because, you Tur know. Tournament style. We talked about, more we talk, we talked about it all overseas. the time. Tournament style is the way to go. It works. It works. We got Joseph Parker returning in December 15th in New, New Zealand. This is his welcome home fight. Probably going to be fighting some, you know, some. I guess some, uh, what is it, what are they called, Kiwis, some Kiwi cab driver. They'll find some guy there to, to get him a little confidence win. Uh, now, I feel like we might, for this next part, I think we might need like the 10 count on the bell. Because this is rest in peace for, for one, right? For, but not for a fighter. It's for a network, an entire network. HBO boxing is no more after 2019. Now, there's pros and cons. The con is, you know, this source of, of boxing, I guess this is what happens when we get these other avenues. HBO feels that people aren't signing up for boxing on there, even though they don't offer live streaming like other platforms do. And that's one reason for me why I, I ain't looking for it really on HBO. But the biggest thing to me is, is free agents. We're going to have free agents on there that were either signed to them, but then also the commentating. Max Kellerman and Jim Lampley. These are the free agents now. Who goes after them? The zone, Roy Jones, Showtime. Roy Jones. Oh, Roy now Jones. we're now we're talking about like I was hoping you. I I'm not actually glad that you didn't miss that because I was hoping you brought them up. Like, what does this do to the fight game? So one of our listeners, one of our boys, Bruce Leroy, he was talking about how the fight game. He did, he didn't really enjoy it. He thought it was pretty dry. But I, I like the fight game just because I always like hearing Jim Lampley speak. Well, this but, gives Jim Lampley a, a chance to do it and get be able to get the fight highlights from every other platform because now he's not signed to a specific one you know there's you can't you can't like showtime wouldn't give it because they don't want to promote their stuff on hbo that's fine but now he could do his own solo thing if he wanted to because i i don't think we'll find a home for him in any of the sport but boxing but then we got max kellerman who is probably yeah. one of the best boxing historians alive well he's probably i guarantee you're gonna see max kellerman on the on the sideline with andre ward at ESPN, he already he's already there, he's, why not, right? exactly. That's why I slide right over. So Max ain't, and he's still young too. Like Jim Lampley, he's uh, been Jim Lampley's. Hey, you know now we're about to see Stephen A. and Max Kellerman commenting fights. God, you almost made me break my computer, I'm sorry, man. man. I'm just like, ah. I'm sorry. It's just that's just what it is. It's what's going to happen. This is one of the things that I tried. To, I wanted to bring up, especially when we talked about all these different avenues of boxing, because there's so many. I, I kind of knew and felt like this was going to happen when you bring out. Mm -hmm. When you oversaturate a market yeah. like that, these guys kind of die. Now, granted, from the, the couple of the things that I read with HBO, I heard they had bad business practices. I mean, that's the reason why, you know, I actually read where it's like a lot of racial things where it's like whether it was like they were trying to find their next great white hype and maybe the same reason why Floyd left because remember when Floyd left, I was wondering what the hell. Yeah, yeah. But of course, you know, he signs 
all of I mean he had that big what six fight five fight deal or whatever with Showtime, and he, yeah. with Showtime and he got paid really well a lot of stuff Showtime has really stepped it up with Al Bernstein and yep. uh, Paulie Malignaggi oh, yeah. and all that kind of stuff oh, like yeah. that too so you know I don't know if it's just because I grew up watching HBO boxing and got used to used to Lampley and just yeah. watching all these guys I, and Harold Letterman and thinking and mm-hmm. and just hearing that voice and um who Floyd cuss out What's the... Uh, that's uh, Marv... Uh, no, no, no. Um, not Marv Albert. Not Harold Letterman. That's... Uh, I can't even think of his name. I don't know who you're talking about, man. The old yeah, guy no. who's always drunk. <laughs> yeah. He's always drunk on TV. Yeah, he finally so... Had a, he had a, he had a, the best contract ever. They finally just said, you know what? We'll honor your contract. You just ain't allowed on TV. So no when more. you're looking at... So when you're looking at things like that, I'm thinking of the end of an era. Like, I, I'm, I'm going to miss it. I don't know what HBO did to see that it's not that lucrative. Well... Some of your undercards. You had no Game of Thrones this year, so I don't know what what anybody is watching. That's on HBO. A, no, that's actually what it is. No, the main reason why I have HBO is before boxing. That's literally one of yeah. the things. Is so. Actually, now that I think about it, well, Insecure is really good. <laughs> Real sex sucks. Sucked since the '90s. That's why they kind of stopped doing it. They can't sell that anymore. I, so I really don't even know. The soft porn is gone. So what do they have left with no boxing? Guess Game of Thrones. And this is their last season coming up, too. Right? Shh. Nothing. Done. HBO, done. We'll see what happens. We'll see. Hopefully, they have faith in it because they must have a lot of faith in the inside the NFL because that's, I think, the only sports thing they're going to have left. And they, they still do hard knocks. Is that HBO also? Yeah. Okay, and they got hard knocks, so that's about it. So, I hope they ain't baking too much on the NFL because the NFL, they're they going to be struggling here soon. We'll see what happens. But rest in peace to HBO Boxing. Over 45 years in for covering the sport. They've had greats on there from George Foreman, Ali, all the way up to Tyson. Triple G Canelo was just on HBO. So we'll see what happens. Because it, it, it leaves it wide open. Just like This is just like when Toys R Us filed bankruptcy. It left an $11 billion hole in the toy industry. So guess what? They decided not to auction off all their stuff, and they're coming back. I guarantee you, HBO Boxing, they're going to see a huge gap gone from HBO, from boxing being gone, and then they're going to get stuck because they're going to lose a lot of money, I think, off of this. Because they're going to have to, if, if it ends, you still got contracts with guys. You got to pay these contracts off, right? So we've all, we've all you know, seen the movie, uh, what was it, Club 54 or whatever, with Mike Myers and Ryan Phillippe and all that kind of stuff like that. So I've seen it, of course, you know, that was way before my time about how that club was ran. And all. But once it went away, I guess somebody tried to reinvent it. Yep. yep. And it, but it was, I but was, it was never. I was 19, and I won two free tickets to the grand opening when I wasn't even 21 for that. For real? I gave them my pop, yeah. Yeah, but it wasn't the same. No. I don't know. The he, same. He, so, so I no, no. Ask him. No, but that's what, oh, he went? I gave him the tickets. I don't know what he did with them. Oh, oh, yeah. to bring no. this up next time I see him, actually. <laughs> no, no, but um, one thing, that's one thing I actually read about it or watched a bit, something like that a while ago. Well, they said when he tried to open it up, it wasn't the same. Mm-hmm. So if HBO does try to come back, and if they take anything less than a year hiatus or whatever, it's not going to be the same once they come back. Man. I want to see if they – I want to see I want to see their numbers after after next year, after next year to see what happens if, if they – did well or if they're missing something you know i, I gotta know i gotta hold know. on and let me see because these are just some of the uh feature fighters that i actually current brought up ones. though so the current ones you got canelo dimitri bivol uh, triple g daniel jacobs Sergey kovalov so you still got you still got some names under there that are still going to be under yep. hbo Chris nasim was on there from the past we had mike tyson of course now daniel jacobs already found a new home on the zone because he got signed with eddie hearn in matchroom Sergey kovalev i don't know where their fight's going to be now because I thought it was supposed to be on HBO, the rematch. 
I know it's going to be on, what was it, Super Bowl weekend. That's the only thing we know. We'll but see what happens with that one there. Dimitri Bivol is talking about going down to 168 to face Callum Smith. I don't know if that's a good idea for him to drop the weight because I guess he sees nobody at 175 worth fighting. So we'll see how that goes. But eight, now Triple G and Canelo 3, is it going to happen? I'm not sure. But we'll talk about that. We'll in a talk second. about because we yeah we did, we, we got, got more stuff to cover. To talk about yeah. about. Now let's talk about the contender. How do you feel about the contender? Now we got now that we all caught up on it, the gold team finally got a win, right? And it was Sugar Shane Mosley. Now I thought they should have two wins because episode five I th- I feel like that boy Daniel got robbed. I thought could, I thought that could have won. They could have won. I so, don't know. I, so. but he got Steve Harvey. How are you going Steve Harvey him? I guess, well, I guess it's a reality show. That's what happens, huh? Imperfections is what makes us perfect, man. Do you think like, they plan that, Steve Harvey mode? Because they, cause they were even talking like, man, it's taking a long time to get these judges, to get the scorecard, right? Nah, I don't, think they, I don't think they planned it to really sit there and be like, hey, let's screw this guy over real quick and then tell him he won. Hey, that's not funny. Yeah. That's, that's not funny. You're dealing with somebody's livelihood. I don't think they did it on purpose. but I hope not. Man, I hope ha- not. But that's messed up, man. They even, even announced that he won, give the gold team some hope, and then just brought him down. But I was glad to see that the gold team win did come from Shane Mosley Jr. I got a, I got a little soft spot in my heart for Sugar Shane Mosley Jr. Sugar Man. For Sugar Man. Just because, like, even though I've never been in his position, I kind of feel like he's always going to be tested. And, and, like, just for your, uh, for your pop's sake, I don't even think it's for him. I think it's for your pop's sake just to say, hey, man, don't be disappointed yeah. in your son. Because, like, you're never disappointed in your kids, but it's just like, hey, if you choose to assume that mantle and that legacy. Yeah. You think Matt Johnson's disappointed in his son? Dude, that's a different story. Okay, okay. That's not even a son. That's a daughter. I hope I hope Vince Carter didn't name a Vince Carter Jr. I really hope he didn't. And if he did, I hope he plays baseball or something. Just not basketball. Because we all know who Vince Carter is. But that, that, that's a Vince dude. Carter is the greatest dunker ever. All time. Ever. All time. Ever. Ever, ever, ever. They're lucky that the dunk contest still continues on. If you're not dunking in fourth grade as Vince Carter's son, I'm like, hey, yo, bro. You need to. Don't, don't, hey, don't ever hoop, man. Yeah. Don't ever yeah. hoop. Become an analyst. Become an analyst. Fake asthma. Become an analyst. Or pick just an entirely different sport. But for Shane Mosley Jr., he got the KO. Was that the first KO? No, second KO. That's right. That was the second, second KO. KO. But the first win for the gold team. Because what was it? The second fight? That, yeah. was the, that was the KO somewhere mm-hmm. around there? But he got a good win in front of his pops. Sloppy, but he got it. It was very sloppy. A but win is a win. It, but he got it. Took way too much punishment. But he got, he got the win. So big ups to Shane Mosley Jr. Because I know he needed it. He's, he's very good in front of the camera, very charismatic. He knows how to speak well. So I do like that about him. And But the other guy, Devon Lee, not as good as he portrayed himself to be Yeah, he was all. He's probably he was the all, worst one we've seen all so talk, far. All and, talk. And I don't see that, and I don't mean that in a bad way, but he's the, probably the worst out of the bunch, for, which is well, we saw, becomes from a technical we saw, skill you know. He needs to go back to playing chess and watching Bruce Lee movies for sure. That's for sure. The thing is, and I know it doesn't translate well sometimes, though, I'm like, is he even a good street fighter? Like, I didn't even see, like, just from his demeanor and the way he acted in there, I wouldn't even believe he was a good street fighter. Not at all. Not at all. Go back to the park, play chess. Learn some Tai Chi in the park or something, right? That's, that's what I'm talking about. Now, so can't wait till next week's episode. We're, we're closing down to the last set of fighters. We're going to see how this ends soon. Probably, I think we got, like, four weeks left or something. Yeah. Four or five weeks. So we'll see how this goes. It's, I'm looking forward to it a lot, though. I want to see where uh, Shea Mosley Jr. ends up, where, where he decides to fight next because I don't think he got cut at all now moving on from there now apparently Billy Joe Saunders versus Andrade might be in jeopardy he got busted with a substance was it was it cocaine 
I don't think ketamine Je in, Je in jeopardy is one thing. I don't think they're fighting. I think the fight is off. No, no, no. The fight's still on as of right now. Um, Demetrius Andrade said he's fighting Billy Joe Saunders or some other name. Now, if he ends up not fighting Billy Joe Saunders, I'm gonna feel so bad for Demetrius Andrade because this boy cannot catch a break at all. He cannot catch a break on good talent, and I'm afraid that by the time he's in there with somebody good, he might be too long in the tooth, too shopworn, and, and might not be able to just handle it. That's just what it is, you know. Tell, tell me, how much trash are you talking about Canelo? Call him a bunch of wankers. And then you turn right around and get busted right after that. He got busted for a dietary supplement. He had no comments since then. And, of course, this happens after his misconduct charges. I don't know. I might see some foul play over here because I don't know. And Victor Conte was the one with Vada who's, who's both outspoken. And we know we can't trust this guy, Victor Conte, all right, because we know he's not legit. And he's over here, actually, in the last fight we saw, he was, he was uh, one of the sponsors promoting his... His uh, supplement brand or whatever, you know, you can you can you can try a supplement brand, but then you might end up losing some of out of your fights. I don't, who knows? We'll see how it goes. But I like Billy Joe, man. I, I don't I don't think the fight's gonna. I know be you, I know I know you like Billy Joe, but is your man a user? Yeah, he's a user. <laughs> he, he likes hookers and blow. We he's openly said this, but to get busted for a dietary supplement, it's got to be cocaine. I don't believe that it's whatever they said it was. It's got to be something harsh. And the fact that I don't hear about any fines coming down. It doesn't sound like the fight is in jeopardy, but they do have another guy in place. I guarantee. I guarantee the fight's going to be off. I hope not. I really. I don't. I don't want it to. I like Andre, and plus, anytime you get disappointed, I'm happy. I need Andre to beat Billy Joe Saunders. It ain't gonna happen. It will. Billy Joe can only beat himself like this by failing a drug <laughs> test. That's what it is. But is there anybody? Is there any other name that could fail a drug test and you would be like not mad or surprised? Tyson Fury. Right. So both gypsies, right? You've got the gypsy king and the gypsy prince, I guess. Billy Joe Saunders, Tyson Fury. So if these two guys fail a drug test, you're just Broner. like, you're like, who failed the drug test? Uh, Boner? Uh, I, yeah, yeah, we understand. Yeah, we understand that. Is, there's there's probably do. more than a few. Okay. Like just those are just a couple off the top, but I know yeah. we can name a whole bunch. I wonder if like uh, Billy Joe Saunders and David Benavidez are like partying together. The, hey. <laughs> You see that Spider-Man meme where it's like two Spider-Mans and they're both pointing at yeah. each other like, hey, you, you, that's, hey, man, hey. That's the meme I did for Figueroa Boner when they both got busted. Hey, what, a, um, what about when uh, Thurgood got caught with Mary Jane? You smoke weed too? Look at this. I mean, we, we can share everything. That's exactly what it is. Like, man, we could have been doing drugs together. Man, we could have we been hanging out months ago, scientists. Now, the WBC, though, they've put their foot down on some orders. And I'm not sure if they're doing this because they're trying to protect other fighters or if they want to make these best fight happen. Because one of the first ones that, that came out in this list of fights they ordered was Triple G versus Jamal Charlo. Are they trying to keep Triple G from a third fight with Canelo? Or do they really think Jamal Charlo should fight Triple G to see if, who fights Canelo next? I think that makes it more sense the latter. It, it kind of does. It does. Because but either, way, either way. so The only reason why that doesn't make sense too much sense to me though is because the way that the triple g canelo ended controversial even though i thought thought the fight was the, fir the first one was controversial this but one, still got in the, but this one we we had canelo basically saying that he won the fight but any of that you take you take a draw mm -hmm. then you take a l all right usually after you take a, usually after you take a loss you have to fight somebody who's worthy of it so if battle anybody battle like because okay it's not going to happen, but honestly, 
Do you think Jamal Charles is ready for Triple G? No. Okay. Jamal Charles is not ready for Triple G, or he's so. not ready for Canelo either. That's what I think, too. I do like that he wants it, but I think he needs to face like a Demetrius Andrade or Billy Joe even before he even gets close to that level. Because class does tell over time, and I'm not sure if he's ready for that class because he hasn't faced anybody in that class near it yet. But I like Jamal. I like the Charlo brothers. Even though I poke fun, I like Jamel Charlo more than Jamal. But I, I still poke a lot of fun at these guys. But I, I, I am entertained by them, and I love watching them box, just for the record, for everybody out there who's like, man, why are you giving them stuff? I give them stuff because I can give them stuff. And this is what I do, baby. I talk smack 101 on Twitter. That's what we do here. And then they also ordered Thurman versus Porter, too. Hey, wait, whoa, whoa, whoa. I thought Thurman... I thought Porter was supposed to fight Spence. Why are we going to order this fight? Are we trying to get... I'm actually back to Thurman. Ho- hopefully, I'm actually a fan of this one too because I don't want. I just like I said, I don't want the smoke to clear and let right. Keith Thurman be off the hook easy. Yeah, that, earn like some that. of these ti- earn some of these titles back, and it gets your title back if you really if you really thought that it was yours. Now, go. Oh, go ahead. Continue. Well, the with most that. Extre- one that I want to see on this list right here is Gary Russell Jr. and Leo Santa Cruz. But even before this was ordered, we talked about this yes. happening too. Yes. So this needed to be done, Period. especially since. Uh, Leo Santa Cruz and Carl Frampton didn't happen. And this is a fight I can see not happening unless it's ordered by the WBC. Or I can see these two guys not necessarily ducking each other, but, but just, just like, always just, eh, just by, just, yeah. Hey, you over there? I'm yeah. over here. All right, man. We don't you, really you have to fight meet. that guy. We can. We can. I'm not. You know. I don't. You know. Whatever. We'll see what happens. I got. I got something else lined up. But this is a fight I want to see happen because Gary Russell Jr. to me is not active enough. I want to see this boy fight. Um, he has, to me, he hasn't really redeemed himself since Lomachenko loss, and, and and he needs a win over a guy like a name like Santa Cruz, you know, or even Abner Mares, a name over something like this for me to feel like he's established and, and redeemed himself a little bit more, you know. So we'll see what happens with that one. Now, also on this list is Jorge Linares versus Adrian Boner. I think that would be a good matchup because. Boner, this is a winnable fight for Boner considering how easily cut Linares is. But Linares is, is, is a guy who shows up to fight. He is no joke at all. Hey, yo, this is the cat that's in the, the contender, right? Who just got knocked out? That is him. Boom. Sure is. Nice. Now, anyways, Jorge Linares versus Adrian Boner. I don't think this fight will happen. I don't think it's going to happen at all. I don't think... I don't, I'm not even sure if Boner should, should continue to fight, honestly. He should. But he shouldn't at the same time. So, this is what we say with Adrian Broner every single time that he comes to fight or do anything. It's, you don't know who you're getting with Adrian Broner. Which Broner is going to show up. Talent-wise, I, I, think, I think he can beat Jorge Linares. But it could end up like his last fight where it's a draw because you don't do, you don't do enough. Yeah. So like I, I have no idea. Yeah. I would I would sit here, and it would. This could my be just, my this thing would in, go towards Adrian Broner losing this fight. Yeah. If he fought at Jorge Linares. I think so too. I could see him. I could see out Linares just outworking Boner and just smothering him with punches, putting yeah. so many punches on this guy that he doesn't even throw back. He tries to land one and can't. I could see that happening, but he has the power to knock out Linares. That's for sure. So we'll see what happens because I mean, he, obviously, he, not, he knocked down Marcos Maidana. That's true. I mean, I well, came yeah. back, came back to win. Came all he has back to do is just to, touch it with a jab; it'll start bleeding. And if he if he works on that enough, he could get that. Yeah, game. but just like even, but because like the last fight where I had Adrian Broner beating Jesse Vargas, and that ended up being a draw, a majority draw. 
Yeah. For what? I'm like, you didn't fight the first six rounds, then you fought the second six rounds, yeah. and you won that. Yeah. And Not so. In, in an unimpressive manner, for sure. Now, so we'll see what happens. We'll see if some of these, these ordered fights by the WC actually goes through. Like, one of them they mentioned is Mikey Garcia versus Luke Campbell. But I think Mikey Garcia is going to end up fighting Richard Comey, the actual number one contender at that division of 135, 140, or 135. That is belt. It's 135 because it just be Robert Easter Jr. Yeah. So we'll see how that goes. Um, the other one they did was Anthony Durrell versus Avri Yildream. We saw him get knocked out by Chris Eubank Jr. in the World Boxing Super Series. And then they also ordered Julian Williams versus Eris Landy Laura. Eris Landy Laura will work that boy. But this guy, and he's trying to call out, you know, the winner of Triple G Canelo. This, I don't know this why. guy missed his opportunity. I don't know why I've seen a lot of the Julian Williams where you got knocked out by, was it Jermel Charlo or mm-hmm. Jamal Charlo? When I've, seen that. I've, I've, been, I've been seeing that a lot lately, too. <laughs> oh, um, also one of the things that we did not cover was uh, F.A. Ajagbe. Ajagbe? Ajagbe. So you know about Deontay Wilder clone. Basically, so he ended up he ended up fighting somebody the other day, knocked him out in the first round again. So if you guys don't if you guys don't know who this is, you remember who it is because he's the guy in his last fight. The guy walked out the walked out the ring before even. And after seeing some of his knockout highlights, I'm not too mad at the guy who walked out. Now he probably shouldn't have took the fight, but I'm I'm still not mad that he that he walked out of it. I mean, you know, he dipped. (laughs) I still love it. He forgot his phone with his girl's house. So he had to go get it. <laughs> I, I'd actually respect that one more than actually just walking out. Oh, the fight. I ain't got my phone on me. Oh, oh man, I got, it's my girl's we've, house? Seen, we've seen boxers come go. into the with their phone and their when they're. First of all, <laughs> who makes pockets for trunks. for trunks? Right? Yeah, I can't wait till the day he comes in sitting in the corner when the fighter who's like, "Yo, hey, pull my phone out real quick. Can you see if I got any?" I got Can I see if I got any text messages real quick? What What are they saying about me? What's going on? Really? Really? That's going to happen? Hey, how long until we see a selfie in the corner? I can actually see that a lot with some of these boxers. Like somebody who's a Lomachenko. Like if Boner was still undefeated, I could see him doing that first. But yeah. unfortunately now, if he does it, he'll just get ridiculed. For Boner, he would have to do a D-pick in the corner. What is, what is Boner? Like, what does he only have? Three losses? Yeah. And Medina, Sean call- Porter, and... <laughs> Granados. Granados. No, he won that fight against Granados. Oh yeah, he won. Yeah, barely beat Granados. Yeah, yeah. he got the draw against Vargas. And so I guess, yeah. uh, Garcia. What do you, what do you Mike say? Garcia. That was Garcia. His third one, yeah. So, three losses to good people, and he's kind of a bum. Just, just what he did in the aftermath. I, like the I don't want to call. He's slow. It's kind of a bum. Is because I don't want to say it. Because yeah. I really don't know what to say. Because like I'm mad. Is it's this just like he's the black dude? No. Okay. No. No. <laughs> Not even because he's a, not even because he's a black dude, man. Just literally, just it's so disappointing with wasted potential. Wasted potential is like he's hey, so far tail. up there. Nothing's worse than wasted talent, right? Nothing. Right there, wasted talent. Because this man could have been the next coming of anything in boxing, but he had the proper loud mouth that sold. He had the power and style and swag in the ring that can get the job done, but just no heart. No, no heart at all. At all. Got Marcos Maidana knocked it out of him. Right, he snatched it from him. He took it back. He snatched he it. Ain't been the ate. Same. He ain't been the same since. He ate that heart, and we've seen the way that boy ballooned up. That's for sure. I want to see Marcos Medina wrestle a bear. That's what, that's what I'm talking about, man. And make sure you hit us up on Facebook.com forward slash Squared Circle 101. And don't forget to download that Squared Circle app. we got a lot of fights coming up this weekend. Uh, we, Conor McGregor makes his way back into the octagon against this dude, Khabib, with a name that sounds like he owns a 7-Eleven or something. Now, this dude, Khabib, is actually a savage, but he has trouble making weight. 
And you know, I like MMA. I'm, I don't know if I'm, I, I know well enough to make a prediction, but I think Conor McGregor is going to work this boy. And I want to see him get the win because UFC needs this boy bad. I'm picking Conor McGregor to lose because after you get a Floyd Mayweather paycheck year, your heart usually falls off after that, and you're not the same. So I don't know. We'll see. We'll see what happens, man. You know he got a lawsuit, some charges in New York. He's got to get. He's got to get the win. He's, he's got to get that big money. If he, you know, you got to be able to afford. Got a lot of stuff on his plate, man. He ain't, fo- he ain't focused. He got a lot of stuff on his plate. We're we about to see undisputed seven with Conor McGregor in prison. <laughs> in prison. Wesley Snipes training him. That would actually be funny, actually like, but it'd have to be one of those Eastern European or Ireland uh, prisons or something oh. like that. Well, I mean, the last undisputed is with this dude Boykin from you know from all the B karate movies. On, uh, yeah, no, I don't know nothing. Yeah, about I can that. see Conor McGregor taking that one too. Now we also got a fight card coming up on the Zone again. Uh, Jarrell Miller is looking to fight a Big very, baby. very old heavyweight Tomas Adamic. I'm surprised this guy is still a registered active fighter. I don't think this guy is fi- pull this up real quick. I don't I think this guy you were about is fight alive. Uh, yeah, right. I I'm surprised he's alive. He's a Polish guy. Um I hope I think they're probably fighting in New York because there's a big Polish crowd there, I assume. And we'll we'll see what happens with this Adamic. A D A M E K. Not Dremler. I guess I have a smarter to type in. What was this guy's last fight? Tomas Odemic. Well, he's 53 and 5 with 31 knockouts. His last fight was early this year in uh, April. Oh, what, was it in Poland? Yes, it was. Okay, makes sense. <laughs> makes sense. Probably had Andrew Galato ref in the fight. Yeah, his last, the last time he fought besides this one is going to be in America. The last this time he like fought in America the Mosley belt name under your, was 2014. This is like getting the Mosley name under your belt by beating Mosley Jr. Said, but Tomas Adamic was once a, a prospering heavyweight, never got the belt, uh, lost to uh, Vladimir Klitschko. Um, Arthur Spilka. Arthur I, I, Spilka. I saw him get worked by Eddie Chambers. Eddie, Eddie, fast, Eddie, fast Eddie Chambers worked this boy with one hand and still got lost and got the loss on there in a controversial one. I thought that was a horrible robbery. Jarrell Big Baby Miller better knock this boy out and end his career. Just tell him, go back to Poland. And if you want to continue beat fighting. Chris, beat Chris Ariola. Yeah, I remember that. I remember that fight too. Yeah, yes, he did. That was a legit win for him there. Beat uh, Andrew Galata. Man, yep. we're going back in the day, man. Yeah, right. And, but when he beat Ariola, that's what got him his Klitschko shot, I believe. Now, one lost, of the names lost to Chad Dawson. So I'm still on this. Go ahead. One of the names I'm looking forward to on the spike card though is Arthur Betterbe. Arthur Betterbe. Because this is a guy that if there's if there's names out there that you want to try to really avoid. This is probably one of the guys at 175 pounds. This boy is a beast. Do you think because he's? You got up, Demi- Go ahead. You, I'm sorry, my fault. Do you think he's upset that Sergey Kovalev lost? Him and Bivol, they're both heated. They're like, God damn it! And don't nobody seem to want to call out Alider Alvarez. You know, I don't see nobody calling this guy well, out. Well, you can't call him out right now because he's got that re- rematch. rematch. Yeah. And obviously, Karl Kovalev saw the skill because he put made sure that rematch clause was in there. Do you think he did that as a safety net? Because of the the way the the ward things went down, you think so? Possibly. Yeah. Didn't think he was gonna get a fair shot. Smart. Yeah. Well, I want to see what Bert, Better Beef's gonna do. Better Beef. Better Beef. Now he's fighting Callum Johnson. Who's Callum Johnson? British fighter. I know that much. UK guy. We got three more fights to talk about here. Callum Johnson. Magnum Johnson. So, Callum Johnson, he's 17 and 0, 12 knockouts. Okay, okay. Ooh. Mm, Probably nobody we've heard of. All his fights are in the UK except okay. for this one. 
So, so we'll see what happens. This time, is yeah. a guy who he's, he got this shot for a reason. He's um, he's another one that's under the matchroom, you know, the banner itself. So we'll see what happens. I do like this matchup for the knockout ratios between the two fighters. It should mean some good action. Somebody's all got to go. And somebody's going to get knocked out because we everybody loves good KTFO. Nothing wrong with that. Nothing wrong with that at all. So we'll see what happens and where Better Beave or Callum Johnson can go next. Now, the main event on this fight card is going to be Jesse Vargas, coincidentally, against Thomas DeLorme. Now, Thomas DeLorme has became the, um, what, the gatekeeper, basically. He's turned into the, the journeyman. He's Cuban, right? Yeah, one of them. One of them. One of them. I think he's got the younger brother who's uh, got the funky hairdos who just lost a career relic, actually. His brother did. So we'll see. I mean, Thomas DeLorme has lost to Adrian Boner, is one name. Um, And he's faced some names in the ring. But Jesse Vargas is the headline because he's the new guy signed to Matchroom. So he's the headline main event for this The Zone fight card that you can stream. I'm not going to promote their stuff. Hopefully you guys watch the fight. I think this is an interesting matchup for Jesse Vargas. We'll see what he's got next. I'm not sure if he's a marketable guy to really try to... I don't know what he's going to do in the 147-pound division. I don't think he's really got a shot against any big names. So it's funny about this. This weekend, I really don't have any real emotional attachment to him. And I really... I want to watch him because I think they're going to be good, intriguing match. But I don't really have any scientific or analytical... The only one I want to watch things. is better be really... I'm gonna yeah. watch it to watch it, but, but I'll are, watch the re- I'll watch the rest of these fights, but I just kind of don't really have a pick for them. Not really. I just want to watch them. I just want to enjoy. I'm it. with you on this one here. Now, this one we may need some picks for. Can you pull up that page of the of the champs? Now, if you go to Google Play or iOS, you can download the Squared Circle app. We updated the title holder section, and you can see a good clear ranking of each title holder. And one of them, because now the World Boxing Super Series continues this weekend. This is what I love about this tournament style boxing. Because Kyrie Relic is coming in to defend his title against Eduardo Troyanovsky. The number one contender for the WBA. So we'll see how that goes. Because Kyrie Relic, this is a guy who's, who's battled tooth and nails to get where he's at. He got a good solid win in his last fight. And he quickly entered this competition. This is 140? 140, yes. Okay, yeah, because uh, now we got Regis Progress. Uh, he's got a fight coming up also pretty soon on this tournament. I don't remember the name who he's fighting, but I know he's got a fight coming up because all we see is this unification getting closer and closer. I think Maurice Hooker is the only one who's not even involved in this tournament right now. Actually, we've got that that one watching his highlights there where he just fought. Oh, yeah. What do you you fight? Uh, Terry Flanagan. Yeah. Yeah, just beat Terry Flanagan. Sitting there with that belt. The other guy fighting this weekend is uh, anyway... Anyway, versus Juan Carlos Payano. Juan Carlos Payano has been around. This is is a tested vet who can take a punch. And we're going to find out how big of a punch he can take. Now, I think I I like to see Kirill Relic get the win over Eduardo Troyanovsky, and I think he's going to win. For Inoue and Juan Carlos Payano, I I don't see Payano making it past four or five rounds at all. Uh, Nayo Inoue, the monster. The monster. The monster is what he's called. I don't think he's going to – I don't think he should have a problem with Juan. Juan Carlos Payano, he actually has a pretty good record as far as, like, who he's fought, and he's been in there with some with some heavy contenders mm-hmm. and with people who are really good. But I think uh, the monster should take it, Inoue. Do you think in Japan when he's there, they go crazy, start taking photos like it's Godzilla? I'm just saying. Is that racist? Oh, Definitely. 
Okay. Definitely. Okay, definitely. just making well, sure. Yeah, it's definitely racist, for sure, for sure. King of the Monsters, we'll find out. That's what they, They're going to have to rename the World Boxing Super Series with Inoue in there. Talk about a guy who was supposed to face Chocolatito and all these big names. He's like, you know, he just left him in the dust, moved up. Moved up from there. Now, oh, one thing I wanted to mention, I forgot to mention, going back to Akahas. Apparently, Akahas is going to sit ringside at the next Soaring Visai fight because that's who he wants to face next. I'm not sure if he wants to do that right there. I want to see him want to do that because I want to see he. I want to see the bloodbath and that's gonna. You, you the way see Jer- something beautiful destroyed. I want to see something beautiful destroyed. I think if I don't think Jordan Akahas really wants that, but if he's trying to take it, then all right, I think then. Top bro. rank wants that, and they gonna force him into it. That's for sure. But we'll see what happens, man. This World Boxing Super Series it's a gift for boxing, the tournament style. I love it, and I love that they keep continuing it, and hopefully, hopefully, it'll get more airplay and more. More of a following in the U.S. That's what I want to see. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. How do you feel about that? You think Inoue is going to lose it all? I don't think he what is. What about Career Relic? I don't even know who Ed, Eduardo... I'm confused. Eduardo Trianovsky? Are you Mexican or are you Polish? First Which of all, is it? I like the name Kirill, period. Yeah. And then uh, Relic. It just seems like something that's just really grimy, so that's yeah, why I'm always going to go for it. I'm going for him for name alone. That's some medieval Egyptian stuff. Right <laughs> yeah, here, right? for real. That's what I'm talking you're about. You're fighting. You're going to the Relic? Man. Going to the relic. Going to the relic. Hopefully, we'll see what happens because we got the monster on the same fight card. Make sure you hit us up on Facebook.com forward slash Squared Circle 101. Or hit us up on Instagram at Squared Circle 101. Or talk a little smack to us on Twitter at Talking Smack 101. Shout out to all the fans listening out there from the UK to Canada to the US, everybody out here in Tacoma, Kirkland, Redmond, all, in, all through Washington. We had some plays out in Bonnie Lake and I'm loving it. Y'all keep, keep giving us shouts. Feel free to share it with your friends and family. Or talk a little smack to us. Tell us we suck. Let us hear VA, it. VA, two up, two down. Oh, Appreciate course, you guys. Ashburn, Virginia, consistently. One of these days, I'm going to find out who you are. One of these days. just Everybody oh, in the DMV. Everybody in the DMV. And we're not talking about Department of Motor Vehicles. Not at all. Not at all. Make sure you hit us up, man. I'm out. See you.